Hi everyone. It's been some time. I say this every week. <laughs> I'm getting bored of it to be honest. But it has been some time. Because this show before, it used to be like somehow uh, regular. Like weekly or bi-weekly. Yet uh, this time, this time around, this phase, it seems that it's not going as planned. Yet I'm not having any resistance to it. Like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Or that I'm kind of slacking. Or another. Now when it happens, when this happened, like something that I'm supposed to be doing all the time. Or this is like the main thing, the main thing that I contribute to the world with. No matter how less it is recognized by, you know, by everyone. Which is a very irrational statement. This is a very specific thing. And for it to be recognized is actually, if anything, it should be unlikely. Yet I'm still yet one is still occupied with it. I wonder why am I occupied with it, or why would one be occupied with the idea, or the wish, or the desire for their work, or their input, or their time to be recognized. I think one way or another, doesn't matter how different your work is, or how similar to the work outside is. But that wish is still there. And it seems that without it... No, 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 no. Let's not go there. Let's just stay with that wish. The wish of my work being recognized. Hmm. See, the thing is, I'm not occupied with it because it is being recognized. So I think, then the question is, how much is it recognized? Right? Now, if I'm making something, just for the fact, just for the, just for the fact of recognition, if I'm just doing something to get recognized, I'm just doing something to get money, right? to survive and all that, then sure, being recognized is a direct factor that determines your success or your well-being, right? If that's the foundation over which one is building their craft, their life upon, right? But if that recognition it's a matter of understanding exactly what is being put being put out there as well as what is being like am i missing something did i am i doing something wrong you know feedback you know because uh, you know you want to do something you do it well so maybe initial recognition is important at least i'm probably this i'm reflecting on my own personal experience 
but initially the initial recognition is important to know that you're not delusional or something like that but after that if it's still occupying then i think it's a, a really great deal of wastage of energy I come up with a new idea, you come up with a new idea, and I'm one, each one of us are so fascinated with this idea that it captivates, and it actually captures my, our whole, the whole of our attention. Now, this, the whole of my attention is being given to one thing. Now, no matter how much I believe in it as noble or important or crucial for the world or whatever it is, uh, all I'm gonna say, it's this me ha, has no meaning. The meaning is what the meaning is in what's happening now. What is happening now? What am I doing now? And not just what I'm doing now, actually. What is happening now, which is my doing is part of. Yeah, I like that. It's not about what I'm doing now. Is about what's happening now. Which my doing is a part of. This is kind of like, not an example, but kind of in this moment, now, before it goes away, it becomes another memory. That's a holistic view. So there wouldn't be a separation from what I'm doing to what's happening. What's happening, which involves all there is and all there is and all there isn't like a collective happening not exercise intellectually or mentally you know in order to kind of support oneself towards that which is unknown but factually, every action has a reaction. Everything is interconnected, whether you like to see it or not, whether you are able to see it or not. In such perspective, if it's not an intellectual idea, right, then the sense of self is not there because there is no need for it to be there. But if it's an intellectual idea and I'm going to exercise my thinking into it oh i'm gonna do this this is a nice perspective this calms me down calms the me down nobody would know if one is acting as such or not but you and but me i know and i and you know and think we're giving each other a room and space to figure out whether the self-centered activity or me being self-centered is a fact or not But in such perspective, and if you allow me to repeat it again, its meaning is, the meaning is in what's happening now, which my doing is a part of. Now, this is not the case for most of us. It's definitely not the case for most of my time 
personally. Why is that? Hmm. Yeah, why is that? I mean, hmm. I'm so occupied with the need, or actually, you know what? Before go into it, maybe that question could take its own roots and do its own thing with you as a listener. So I guess so I guess I'll see you after this track.
Hi. So, uh, we are asking, we are asking together, why is the fact of living that we are in now, that there is distance between what I'm doing and what's happening around, right? Is it a matter of me focusing on a certain result that is making one one's view not over the whole? Am I so concerned with right and wrong that I'm always attached to that which I'm doing and attached to people's reactions, the audiences? Always concerned about something or another? That kind of concern which seems to be like attentive and like maybe that of a perfectionist or whatever it is, you know, for quality and all to pay attention. But is it really that? That kind of rational concern? Or is it irrational concern? I mean, these are just words to point out whatever is happening. It's not a concept or anything or like, <laughs> or something to be taken care of uh, one way or another. So is it a rational concern or irrational concern? It's this is a big question. Same thing goes like am I am I rationally concerned about my kids, my community, my health, or am I irrationally concerned about those? How would one see that? I don't know about you, but this is like, it's a huge question, huge endeavor. This is my whole life. Am I irresponsible or irresponsible? Am I giving the right effort or not? Do I love this person or not? Do I love this thing or not? Am I running away or am I staying? It's always a question whether one is
acting in an orderly manner. And it seems that the moment I measure, whenever I'm measuring what I'm doing, there is another question whether this measurement is necessary or not necessary. Hmm. And this question of whether it's necessary or not necessary, if it's going to be answered intellectually, that's going to lead to more measurement. Right? And then that would be the irrational concern. Because of my concern, breeding more concern, that's irrational. Then what's a rational concern then? It's a clear concern, and that's it. There is concern about this. Punct. Sorry. Full stop. Does that mean I'm running away from figuring out whatever I'm concerned about? Am I being irresponsible or not or whatever? Only you would know. Only I would know. But we just said, and we just clarified, what is the irrational concern. This means that when this view or understanding comes about, now every thought counts. It really does. Every thought has its own space. And that doesn't mean to honor it or give it a certain crown or place or whatever. No, 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 no. But it just means that in and out of itself, every thought has its own dimension, has its own kind of life, if you want to call it. But I am still concerned. And it seems that when you put things down, that I really am not sure what am I concerned about. The complexity of life, especially in our society, and the demands left, right, and center, and behind me, and in front of me, I don't know if the human brain is designed that way, to work as a computer. Because as a computer, it's really normal to bombard it with tasks and to-do lists and the whole thing. Oh, that's amazing. Maybe one need really to kind of use that, you know? Very in, in a very optimal way. And maybe also now I'm kind of uh, reflecting on a personal uh, manner. Like this new agile, which is not so new anymore, but this agile met like methodology, as they call it, 
which is basically kind of the integration of technology to manage one's life and one's mental health. That's how I look at it. And productivity as a result, of course. See, things kind of clear out. They do. Once rational concern is present. Then the question is, what's making my, what's the, since the rational concern is, is something not to be measured, right, intellectually, right, maybe something that can, can be sensed, which includes measurement in it, but sense is more, I would say, uh, more holistic than measured. But still, when, when it comes to the senses and sensing, right, one stumbles upon sensation. And sensation is also a tricky thing because we take it as a very, the closest thing that we have to the truth. I think I've personally said that at some point in the past. Which is, if, if one is there, one is there, and for them that's a fact, but then now, and here and now, we're questioning this. Is it really a fact? I'm feeling this. I have a sensation of... I call you a name, and there is a sensation in you, whatever that name is, whatever, whatever that name generates. So, is this sensation a fact? Hmm. I call you stupid and you feel bad. I call you smart and you feel happy. Right? Which is a sensation. How come mere words have affected the state of my body and mind, right? There, is, there are two things that's happening. There is something in the middle that is reacting to whatever is being said that is now inseparable from the body because it's so instant. Like the moment the word is said and heard, even if it's not related, it could be just an imagery or a sound or whatever it is. And it, the effect, I mean, this is kind of like auto PTSD. Like the moment the image is seen, a reaction is there. But we recognize in PTSD or shell shocking uh, because it's such a huge um, experience in the past that is still kind of, would say, unresolved in a way that it's expressing itself so obviously and with such magnitude. But does, does that mean that we don't have the same with other smaller things? And in that said, that process is not really separate from one another. So that's what we call sensation. And we believe in it. We are it. It's not, there's no need for belief anymore anyway. We are that. 
and we react to that. Actually, we are the reaction of that. Now, is this reaction rational? Probably this is one of the most... This Such a question could be looked at as really, really insensitive and maybe disconnected from reality and has no empathy in it whatsoever. We gotta say, this is... I'm not disregarding the pain. I'm just not, not disregarding the hurt. I'm not saying that such a state is really sad. Like, not, it is sad, like, I feel sad to see someone in pain and hurt. I really do. I also feel sad for my inability to help you in whatever way. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't. Point, point out... whatever is going on and whatever we think. If you think my words are insensitive, not empathetic, I would ask you why. Am I not recognizing, because I'm not recognizing the pain that you're going through? Or I'm not in pain with you? You feel that, or I feel that, we feel that we are separate from this happening? Is my questioning to your human experience, which I share as well, is my questioning an evidence of our separation? Or actually, this questioning is an evidence of an invitation for us to be together in case we're not. And in case we're not, then that's an invitation. And in case that we actually are together, then we are together. And we look at our experience together without separation. But now we're not entertaining each other. We're not supporting one another. No, I'm not supporting you. You're not supporting me. We're in this together. Do you see the difference? Do we see the difference between supporting each other and being together and being together?
do we see the difference between supporting each other and being together?
Yeah. Hmm. We were saying that do we recognize or do we see the difference between supporting and being together? Support me to support you and you to support me means that it's two different, distinctly different entities. that have different needs at different times. So the difference is being the center, right? Through which we interact with each other, how different we are. I'm in this mood, you're in this mood, I'm in this problem, you're in this problem. Do you see how much conflict that is? If that is expected to be the, the protocol through which we interact with one another, the protocol through which we live our lives through. Right? So I might support you at some point, or you might support me at another. I might not be able to at some point or another. But we are together. We are in this problem together. We are in this life together. There's no need to ask. Maybe a reminder. Sure. But you don't need to ask me in order to be with you. At now, at this point of our dialogue. You can ask me for my support. Sure. I can ask you for your support. Sure, again. But getting it or not does not mean that we're not together. At least from my side. Because your problems are my problems and your life is, well, not, you know, through the details, of course it's not. But as a whole, it is the same life. Ask for support, sure, definitely, because it's it's a specific thing. But this quality of togetherness that we just said, is something that cannot be asked from another. It only can be realized in oneself by recognizing, well, I'll take this back, I don't know, by recognizing what. But in my particular case, it was through the recognition and the direct counter 
encounter of how separate our lives actually are. And I know this sounds contradictory and like paradoxical, but again, how can I be together with you without really seeing whatever is sitting between us? Which is the identity and the self-centered activity, which we cleared, in, uh, well, but at least we ho I hope we cleared in the beginning. But then it has to be cleared every now and then because it's everywhere. And it is such a hostile way of living. Suffocating in many ways. <laughs> it took me a while, personally, to realize that the reason that I felt lonely all the time is not because I don't have friends or I don't have people around me. Funny thing, the funny thing is now, a days, I'm surrounded by the least amount of people I've ever been surrounded by throughout my life, I would say. Yet I feel the least lonely. And I don't know if that's a fact or just... That's how I see things now. Probably if I come look at it, I realize like maybe I, there is more interaction with people. But again, see, when you measure it and you try to see and compare, and it doesn't really work. Like a life example. But I do feel less lonely now than before. Although before I had so many, way more people, like at least I'm having a very specific uh, point of time in my head. See, I still am not being able to get outside of that comparison in order for me to prove a point. And what is that that I'm trying to prove now? That have led me to measure and compare. I want to prove that I'm better than before. That I'm worthy your time and attention. Or to prove to you, actually, that being alone works. And actually being alone is not probably, but the only way for us to be together. Truly together not just words to be said. I think what I'm trying to say is that this road or this path, which is really undefined, because each one has their own story and their own details, and I don't understand it. I don't understand I just don't. Do you feel it? Hmm. 
I don't know if you feel it. Seems that we have uncovered something. What is it exactly? I'm not really sure. I really am not sure. Then maybe we can move to music and then uh, see if something clears out.
what we uncovered is our fundamental relationship. It's so effortless when you give when we give each other time. I'm having goosebumps. When we give each other time, it becomes it is what it, it it clears out. But anyway, what we uncovered is the fundamental relationship. Because none of us, and as I can see, are happy with this rat chase pleasure seeking constant search for a better self or a better way of living you know materialistically whether was it on the surface or underneath you know calling it spiritual and all I'm telling you, and you're telling me that I see that and I understand that. Being together, at least for the time being, means pain for one another, but not hurt. I might be hurt psychologically and maintain that through measurement and the, the whole movement of thought, you know, measuring the measurement and measuring the measurement of the measurement. Or I just can feel the pain with you. Not with you as in support, but with you there. Put, not staying put, just put. <laughs> I wonder how can we close this in a, in a way? Mm, I do have a way, I think. Mm. But isn't it nice hmm. This track is called Restricting Knowledge I'm gonna play it even though I'm not gonna really hear it because I think this is it goes very well with with what we are trying to say, which is our knowledge, our past, which we keep measuring and remeasuring and remeasuring with, is what's restricting us from the fact that we are kind of maybe for now screwed up together, being alone fundamental relationship that we have which is we are we are together in our experience and our corrupted past thank you for listening and
See you next time.